My name is Maggie. I am 30 years old. My name is Stan. I am 35 years old. My name is Aaron. I'm 37 years old. My name is Cece. I'm 44 years old. My name is Laura. I'm 37 years old. My name is Shannon. I'm 48 years old. My name is Trish. I'm 49 years old. I'm Ellen. I'm 41 years old. My name is Karen. I am 50 years old. My name is Kathleen. I am 60 years old. I am an adult Irish dancer. You're listening to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast with your host, Jen Clark. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Adult Irish Dancers podcast. I'm your host. My name is Jen Clark. I am here in kind of sunny, kind of cold, kind of all over the place, Michigan, United States. I'm in the Flint area, but uh, I am not originally from Michigan. I am from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but I wanted to say welcome, first of all. I am so excited to start this podcast. I'm new to podcasting. I'm not new to broadcasting, though. I just wrapped up a 15-year career in FM radio. I was part of a morning show for 12 years. I kind of did my own thing solo for a couple of years before that. I moved all over the country for radio, and uh, I'm about to move again, actually. We are leaving Michigan for Arizona, mainly because of the weather. But regardless, Michigan is a wonderful state to be in if you're an Irish dancer. It really is, especially if you're an adult Irish dancer. So let me kind of tell you a little bit about myself, why I'm here and why I decided to start this podcast. And then I'm going to tell you how you can get involved in the podcast. I want to have you as a guest, whether you are an adult Irish dancer, you're a teacher, or maybe you're just curious. I mean, we've all been there at some point. None of us would have ever started Irish dancing if we weren't curious. So we'll get to that in a minute. But again, my name is Jen and I'm 38 years old and I've been married for 12 years. My husband, Patrick, and I have a 14-year-old son, His name is Dylan. Lots of Irish names in our family. And I'm actually not from Michigan originally. I do consider myself a Michigander now. I've been here seven years, but I was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just across the lake. And Milwaukee has a very rich Irish heritage. They also have the largest Irish music festival in the world. It's called Irish Fest. It happens every summer. I'm exceptionally happy now because the announcement just came out I think it was yesterday that Milwaukee Irish Fest is happening this year. Of course, it got canceled due to COVID last year, but it is happening this year with some restrictions, but very exciting. That was something I went to every summer with my family. I loved it. I would go for the Irish music, for the Irish dancers, but... My sister and I were part of the Lord of the Dance generation. We saw Lord of the Dance on PBS. We had seen Irish dancing before, but never like that. And we said, wow, that's cool. We want to learn how to do that. And just like many other Irish dance schools around the country and the world, saw a huge boom in student enrollment from shows like Riverdance and Lord of the Dance. So my sister and I joined a dance school in Milwaukee, and we had class on Saturday mornings. I believe it was at the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. And after a few months, my parents were given the price of the school dresses. And um, those words, school dress, are enough to make any Irish dance parent completely shudder. They're expensive. They were between $600 and $800, and that was back in the 90s. But, you know, they were custom embroidered in Ireland and... They were absolutely beautiful, and it was something that every female dancer wanted to have. So my parents told my sister and I that we had to choose a hobby, and Irish dance was not going to be affordable. And that's such a sad story for so many people that we will no doubt touch on during this podcast at some point, the affordability of Irish dance, which I think is actually getting a lot better, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode. But I ended up not 
Irish dancing. But I did learn a lot in my basement. I would dance and try to learn the moves the best I could. I learned some of them. Um, Others, not so much. Fast forward to 2003, and I was in college at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and I had still always loved Irish dance, and I found out that there was a school in Milwaukee called Glen Castle Irish Dancers that had just opened and was offering adult classes. They were the only ones offering adult classes, and it was like a pay-as-you-go sort of thing, so it was like 10 bucks a class. You paid when you went. That was it. There was no commitment, nothing like that, so I joined And I loved every second of it. Not only did I start Irish dancing, but I decided to start competing. I went to three different feshes in my first year between Illinois, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. We performed at Milwaukee Irish Fest, which was incredible to be the one on stage that everybody's watching Irish dance, just like I was when I was a kid watching all the Irish dancers. I have made lifelong friends from Irish dance. I mean, people I haven't seen in years were still friends because of Irish dance. I moved to Seattle, Washington in 2007 after the birth of my son. Uh, my husband and I moved to Seattle for radio and we, we were there about a year. And when we came back, we started another radio job together as a morning show. And I still had the itch. I still had the itch for Irish dance. And I contacted a local studio owner, the owner of Amanda's Academy of Dance in La Crosse, Wisconsin, right on the Wisconsin, Minnesota border. And I, just casually said, hey, have you ever thought about having an Irish class? And if so, I would love to teach it. And I was absolutely shocked to hear her say, we don't have one, but we would love it. So I was the first Irish dance teacher there. The program is still thriving, which just makes my heart just burst. It's so full and it makes me so happy. It's just amazing to see something that you were part of starting explode into what it is today. And unfortunately, with radio, you do have to move a lot. You have to move where the work is. That's just the bottom line. So uh, we ended up moving from western wisconsin to central wisconsin so unfortunately my teaching days in lacrosse could no longer continue but when we got to central wisconsin i said wow there are no irish dance schools here there are no schools with irish dance and i kind of reached out to some studios and nobody was interested so i said you know what screw it i'm going to start my own school and i did and i started the odell irish dancers in stevens point wisconsin and that school was open for two years um, i thought a lot about getting my tcrg certification but i i just really never had the time or the funds it's an expensive test to take and some of the best dancers i know world-class irish dancers didn't pass. So I said, okay, well, if dancers and parents aren't worried about the certification, then neither am I. I had to close the school after two years because we ended up moving again. And that was tough. That was tough to leave that school behind. But I, you know, it was short lived and I'm still glad I did it. But then we moved here to the Flint, Michigan area. And same thing. I went a few years with no Irish dance in my life. I, you know, I still had my dresses. I still know how to do it. Obviously, it's like riding a bike. You never forget. But I wasn't doing it for anything special. You know, here and there, if somebody would ask me to, I would. My son, who at the time was 11, he said, Mom, I really want to try Irish dance. He had seen it on a TV show, and I never wanted to be that parent that made him try something that I liked. You know, I'm, he's his own person, do your own thing. But I found the Michigan Irish Dance Academy and signed him up for classes. And of course, as soon as I got there, 
Miss Amanda, another Miss Amanda. Amanda must be a popular name for dance teachers. But this Miss Amanda said, oh, you used to Irish dance. And she convinced me to join their adult class. And of course I did because I missed it. And I loved watching my son do it. And it was so much fun. And we danced with them for a few years. Unfortunately, Miss Amanda had to shut her school down for a short time. It's back open now. But she had some hip problems and had to kind of close it down. So I was then asked here in the Flint area to teach because there's no Irish dance in the Flint area. And I started teaching at the Academy de la Dance, and I've been doing that ever since. And I've been competing with WIDA, the World Irish Dance Association, uh, open platform, and I love it. And I'm still competing, and even though I'm I'm moving again, because such is the life of radio, I, I plan on continuing in Arizona. I've already sought out some schools there that have adult classes, and I'm very excited about it. And that's kind of my background with Irish dance. That is my background with Irish dance. I don't think I left anything out, but, um, you know, I mainly danced as an adult. I, I really started in college. I mean, I don't really count the time when I was 13 and had to quit as, you know, that productive. But I've always been an adult Irish dancer, and I know how hard it can be for adult Irish dancers. And it's a lot better now than it was 20 years ago, but I think we still have a lot of work to do, and that's why I wanted to start this podcast. And coming up next, we're going to talk to my very first Irish dance teacher. I This this was like not even an issue. I said, I know who I want the first guest to be. Bridget Jaskolski, she is the owner of Glencastle Irish Dancers in Milwaukee. She was my very first Irish dance teacher, and she was the only one in the Milwaukee area to offer an adult class. None of the other schools in the area had adult classes, and they weren't accepting adults either. So I've always appreciated Bridget for that. So she is going to be our guest coming up next here on the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. I am so excited that she found time in her ridiculously busy schedule to be on the first episode of the Adult Irish Dancer podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Bridget Jaskolski. Bridget, um, tell everybody where you're from and what you do. I am uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I am the owner of Glencastle Irish Dancers. And when did you guys open? You just celebrated a big anniversary. We did. We opened in February of 2000. So this past uh, February, we celebrated our 21st year. And uh, if you can do the math, your uh, big 20, 20th anniversary was supposed to be last year. You guys had so much planned for your 20th anniversary. I was I was going to fly back to Milwaukee and be in the parade with you guys. And COVID hit right then. How has the last year been for you guys? It's been different. You know, we definitely were disappointed that we had to cancel our plans for the 20th year. We had a lot of fun stuff planned. Um, When COVID hit, we did have to shut down for three months and we moved to Zoom. And that was a little bit of a challenge at first um, because, uh, as you probably know yourself, you're dealing with Wi-Fi issues. Music doesn't always match up to the steps. So we had a little bit of a challenge with that, but we also came together as a staff and tried to come up with some new and fresh ideas for the dancers to keep them invested during that time. So we offered a lot of different things. We did um, like strength and conditioning over Zoom. We did some fun like trouble reel material, just some show material, just a little bit of everything to keep everyone invested. Um, Then we opened back up again at the end of June of last year and with a lot of plans in place with things obviously looking different, uh, social distancing, temperature checks, hand washing, masks during the entire time. So it's been a challenge, but 
in a lot of ways, it, I think it's shown the resilience of the dancers and just their love of dance that you worry at first whether or not they're going to adjust to that. And they adjusted great because they just wanted a sense of normalcy. They wanted to be back in the studio dancing. Absolutely. So we still have, we still have kids on Zoom and adults on Zoom. And we still have, um, and then we also have in person. So we're still doing both. And that's fine because we want everyone to just keep dancing no matter what you know, what it looks like for them. So um, before we start talking about your adult classes, what made you, because I met, Bridget was my first Irish dance teacher. I danced for a very short time when I was like 13, but I mean, I really don't count that anymore. Bridget was my true first Irish dance teacher. And I started dancing with Glen Castle about two years after it opened. What made you decide to open your own Irish dance school? And how hard was that for you? Because I remember it was very early on when I started dancing. And I know you guys are still working the kinks out and everything. And obviously now you are so established and you are a Milwaukee legend of a school. But yeah, what made you decide to open your own school? Well, I think it was always something that I thought about, um, especially more so like as I got a little bit older. I mean, I had been dancing since I was six years old, so a long time. And um, finally, probably in about like the early spring of about 1999, I just felt like, you know, maybe it's just time to try to do this on my own and and uh, see what I can, you know, do and build. And um, yeah, it was a very tough decision because I had been at my previous school for 18 years. And it was uh, a little scary to venture out and do your own thing. But um, I decided, you know, I'm going to take a chance on myself and see what happens. And it's been it's been a great ride. And I don't, I, it's uh, nothing I would ever change. <laughs> I love being my own boss and doing my own thing. So... Bridget and I have always joked about it because I always said I wanted to um, open up my own Irish dance school. And Bridget said, oh, that's funny because I always wanted to be a radio DJ, which is what I used to do. So <laughs> that is true. You are not wrong. <laughs> so, um, Bridget, you had I, I joined your adult class, I think, in 2003. And that was so far back in the beginning of adult Irish dance classes and you were the only one in the area in Milwaukee to offer an adult Irish dance class. What made you decide to include that as part of your curriculum? So when I grew up dancing, um, my first dance teacher was Mary Eileen Gary and she always had an adult dance class. And so I grew up dancing, you know, at competitions, at performances, and a lot of times the adults would take me and I, I liked that aspect of it. I I really felt that anyone should have the opportunity to learn something, no matter what their age is. And I also liked the idea of, um, it was very important to me that Glen Castle be viewed as a family. And what a better concept than to have parents that are able to dance with their kids. And so um, it was a little scary at first. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of experience teaching adults. I had a very little bit experience. So I thought, okay. This is going to be a, a new road for me, but um, I always wanted to incorporate that because I'm a, I am a firm believer that anybody should have an opportunity to do any interest that they want to. 
And how have, aside from the dresses, because I know the dresses have changed because I still have the very first Glen Castle adult Irish dance dress <laughs> and my parents' closet in Milwaukee. And when they move, I'm sure I'll, I'll grab it from them. But how have your adult classes changed over the years? And how have you changed with your adult classes over the years? Like, what have you found to be difficult? What have you found to be really easy? Well, I think change-wise, you know, when when we first started with our very first adult class in uh, 2000, these were all adults who had absolutely no Irish dance experience. So it was really starting from the beginning, you know, teaching all the basics. Um, now, some of those adults have still are still dancing with me. So 21 years later, they're learning more. They're learning soft shoe. They're learning hard shoe. Uh, the other big thing that we started doing with some of our adults is we had team dancing. So they went and they competed at like the Mid-America Irish Dance Championships. We had an adult team, a couple of adult teams that went to the national championships. So you saw that get a little bit more competitive for them. And I think they liked that. Um, there's not, you know, there's not a lot of competitions now, although it's, it's starting to change now. I think more of the organizations are recognizing adult dancing more. And so if you are an adult that wants to do competitive dancing, it's being offered now a little bit more than it has in the past. Um, you know, so I think the biggest challenge initially was, for me, was the interest of it. Are there adults out there that are going to be interested and so when I first started, I think we had about 20-some adults. My friend Katie Jacobs and I started our adult class together. And that has continued. Actually, just within the past few months, we've had a lot of increase for adult dancing. So it's becoming a lot more popular, I think, again. And also, um, you know, dancers like yourself who danced as a kid and took some time off are now saying, hey, you know what? I miss it. I want to come back to it. So I'm finding that too, like it's, I'm now, you know, I'm in a situation now where I'm actually teaching the children of, of, you know, adults that I taught as kids. And now some of those adults are back dancing again. So it's, you know, that part of it's been really, really unique. Um, so, you know, I would say just challenge wise, I would probably say right now is a little bit like with the challenge of Zoom because. It, that that can be challenging when you're trying to teach material and um, making sure, like I said before, the music and everything matches. But our adult program has stayed pretty strong over the past 21 years. And so that I'm really, you know, I'm excited about and I'm proud of. And I, and I like the fact that there is an outlet for adults that want to learn Irish dance. And I'm happy that Glenn Castle has stayed true to that and continues to offer them. You know, I was sitting here thinking back to how I even found out that Glen Castle had adult classes because, I mean, obviously there was the internet in 2003, but it's nothing like it was now. And I can't even remember if I called you guys or how I found out about it, but just the fact that you guys had an adult class and people knew about it, I mean, that was so comforting and I loved it and I and I cannot remember her name there was a woman in our dance class who was over 70 um when I danced there yes 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 get out of town that deserves the uh the cowbell (laughs) that's amazing yes Yes, she is still dancing 
That's incredible. And I, I try to tell people that because my adult class is very small. We have like three adults. Um, and they always, you know, and, and myself included, you know, we all joke about how old and, and sore we are all the time, um, which is kind of nice to be able to relate to other adults in that, that way. Right, right. But I've told them, I'm like, you guys, there was a 70 year old woman in my first Irish dance class and she killed it. And that is just so awesome to know she's still dancing. I don't think they believed me. I've got to bring a picture. I think they think I'm lying just to get them to dance harder. But I mean, it's true. You know, you can start at any age. And um, what I want to know is what is the best thing you have found about uh, having an adult class and teaching adult Irish dancers? I think the best thing is to see them try something different, learn something new. They get super pumped when they learn something new and they can master it. I mean, they get nervous at first. They always tell me like if I, if I'm like in another studio and I walk in because my friend Kelly Robar is one of the, uh, the main adult uh, instructors right now. So then if I come in to join the class, they're like, Oh, you make us nervous. You make us nervous. I don't know why that is, <laughs> but I think, I don't know. I, I shouldn't, but they all say that I do. But I think that's the fun part for me is seeing them learn something new and then they'll get it. And then I'll say, guys, that was great. Or that sounded great. Or that looks great. And they get, they get that sense of pride and accomplishment. And, and I think that's important for adults to understand, you know, that, you know, we too, as adults, like we, we need to be told that, you know, that was great or that was good or keep up the good work. Right. Because we all need that self-assurance as well. And that is one thing that I love is, is seeing them master something that maybe a month ago they were like, are you kidding me? You really <laughs> want us to learn this? And then they get it. And, and I love watching them perform together. They bring such a great energy and they're super supportive of each other. And um, I, I would say that's probably the one thing I really miss right now. And I think they miss a lot is being out there and performing. Yeah, definitely. And one of the things I remember about Milwaukee Irish Fest is, I mean, you, you've always had a, your dance school has been fairly large for a really long time, but once the adults come out on stage at Irish Fest, the mood with the crowd changes and you've just got thousands of people like clapping along. And it's just, it's almost like they relate to it. They're like, wow, I could do this too because they're up there doing it, you know? And I, I love that. And you're right. And we all, we all hustle so hard for whatever we do for a living, whatever we do for a job. And, you know, we don't always get that positive reinforcement. So you're right. Like we as adults, we need that. Cause I think we probably question ourselves more than kids do. You know, we, right. every, minute of the day you're asking yourself is am i right doing this am i making the right choice the right judgment am i practicing enough but you're right you know that positive reinforcement is so important for adults what would you tell somebody who might be listening to this podcast and they're probably thinking what we all thought before we started dancing oh my gosh that's awesome i'd love to do that but i'm not sure what would you tell somebody who's on the fence about trying irish dance as an adult I would say that you, if, if it's an interest of yours and something you've been thinking about, because I will get those emails and phone calls, like, I wish I would have tried it as a kid. I'm thinking about it now. I would highly encourage that you give it a try. Even if you come to a class or two, just to see how it feels, like, you know, learn it, um, learn a few of the basics, but give it a try. Because the only way you're going to know is if you take that first step through the door and allow yourself the opportunity to try it. And I, I guarantee you, after a class or two, you are going to fall in love with it. You're going to love the workout. You're going to love learning something new. 
and, and a challenge for yourself that you've never tried before. So I, I'm always a big advocate for come in, give it a try, and we'll take it from there. And I find most of the time that when they start as a beginner, they're, they, they keep going. Well, a lot of them will start, too, just like you said, for the exercise. And I've had a few yeah. adults say, oh, I'm not going to perform. Are you kidding me? Like, they just want the workout. And then two or three months later, they're like, hey, was thinking of getting, you know, a, a dress or what color tie should I wear? Because they want to perform. And it's fun. It is so much fun. And I still, I, I really, truly believe adults, we just, we learn faster. And it's more about your body keeping up with your mind, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true in every aspect of being an adult, your body keeping up with your mind. Um, but what would you say, um, final question, what would you say is your favorite uh, memory of um, being the teacher of adult Irish dancers? What was your favorite event or, or just something super memorable since you've been doing this for two decades now? I would probably say I have two. My first would be the very first adult class that we opened as Glen Irish Dancers because I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't sure how many were going to show up. And I think we had about 26 adults that night. And we had an absolute blast. And when the class was over, they were like, this was wonderful. Like, we can't wait till the next class. Um, and then I'd say probably my other biggest memory so far with the adults is seeing them do that first big performance at Irish Fest, as you had mentioned, and the crowd, I, I can remember being on the ground and they came out and they danced and like the crowd got up and gave them a standing ovation. And they were, you know, they were so excited after they came off stage. And I think those would probably be my, my two biggest memories. And then also, I think the other thing that I really am super proud of is the kids in Glen Castle. They love the adults. Like, they are so accepting of our adult dancers. And even our adults love that because the kids are, like, clapping and cheering for them. So it really has become a big family, which is something I'm super proud of. No matter if you are three and a half years old or 80 years old, at Glen Castle, there is a lot of love just because you're an Irish dancer. What is the biggest family you've had dancing on stage at one time, because I think I know the answer, but I want to ask you, who who has been up there? Parents, kids, everybody dancing with your school. What's the biggest family? The Minster family. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. 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 You are right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Pat and Bridget Minster and their kids. And how many kids? Mm-hmm. Do they have four kids or five? Well, they have, let's see, they have Nora, Molly, Megan, Sean and Rosie, five. Yep, I remember that. You would choreograph um, if the adults had kids who also dance with Glencastle, you would choreograph a little dance break where the kids would come out and dance with the adults. And it was so much fun to see these families dancing together. And same thing here. I mean, I have uh, kids who, you know, their parents have class first or they have class first and they'll stick around and dance with their parents' class because they love doing it and it's extra practice for them. And they, they just motivate each other. And it is it is so right. cool. And I just wanted to thank you so much for everything you've done. Like you are my role model as a person, as a business owner, as a dance teacher. Like I, 
I don't know how you do it, and I, I admire you, and I wanted so badly. I'm like, we got to have Bridget on the first podcast because, like I said, you had an adult class before it was a popular thing to do. It was it was not a big thing for schools, Irish dance schools, to have adult classes, and now it's blossomed so much, and you were one of the first ones. So give everybody uh, a plug for your website and your and your dance school before we go here. Uh, Glencastle Irish Dancers, and our website is www.glencastleirishdancers.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, and you can reach out to us. And if you're ever in this area and you're interested in adult dancing, hit us up because we would love to have you join our school. I send everybody I know in Milwaukee to Glencastle. Every they come to me and ask, and I send them to Glencastle. It's a wonderful family family school, and it's been around for twenty years, twenty one years. And Bridget, I just want to thank you so much for coming on this podcast to uh, talk about your adult Irish dance class. And good luck this year. I know you guys are having your own fesh for the first time. That is so exciting. We are in September. We are excited. It's a lot of work, and it will be, you know, it will be interesting, but we're excited to do it. So. It'll be amazing, I promise. Well, thank you, thank Bridget, you. for coming on, and uh, take it easy and say hi to everybody at Adult Irish Dance Class for me. I will. I will. It was so good to see you, Jenny. Sending you lots of love. Good to see you, too, Bridget. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. Welcome back to the Adult Irish Dancers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Clark, and another just enormously grateful thank you to Bridget from Glencastle Irish Dancers of Milwaukee, Wisconsin for being on our show. I mean, she her school is so huge now. It is so big and it's so amazing to see how big it's gotten. But trying to nail her down for an interview was was tough. She's so busy. But I've always appreciated the fact that she had that adult class when adult classes weren't a popular thing to have. A lot of schools didn't have them. And and like we said, they're they're becoming more accepted. More schools have adult classes. You know, for a long time, it was just adult Kaylee classes. And that was okay. But I'm like, well, what if we want to really, you know, go after these solo dances? What if we really want to dance on our own? And right now, especially with the ongoing pandemic, Kaylee class is not exactly super popular. In fact, I had to choreograph um, what I called a no-touch Kaylee for my dancers. It was basically Walls of Limerick without touching hands. That was all kinds of fun. So I'm glad that schools have more than just adult Kaylee classes now. I'm glad that they offer solo classes. I'm glad that there are adult categories and competing. We are going to talk to adult Irish dancers on this show. We're going to talk to teachers, dressmakers. I'm all about it. You know, I want to make sure that adult Irish dancers all feel connected because we are. We are connected. And especially with social media now. The community is huge, and I love it, and I'm glad to be part of it, and I'm glad to be here with you. If you want to be a guest, if you have a guest idea, or you just want to reach out, if there's something you want us to talk about on this podcast, you can get in touch with us on our website, adultirishdancepodcast.com. That's adultirishdancepodcast.com. You can contact us there. Um, We're going to feature videos and photos. If there's something you want to feature from your adult Irish dance class, send it to us. Okay, I want adult Irish dancers to be the star of this website and this podcast, and it's all about you. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again here on the Adult Irish Dancers podcast. Talk to you next week. My name is Caitlin. I'm 31 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Chris. I'm 45 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. I'm Erica. I'm 30 years old, and I'm an adult Irish dancer. Hi, my name is Patty. 
I'm 56 years old and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Marcel. I am 47 years old and I'm an adult Irish dancer. My name is Grace. I'm 28 years old and I'm an adult Irish step dancer. My name is Eva. I'm 38 years old and I'm an adult Irish dancer. I am Rachel. I'm 35 years old and I am an adult Irish dancer. Check us out online and connect with us at adultirishdancepodcast.com. 